This episode of the Boss Horse Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to learn how to support our family of podcasts, head over to patreon.com slash Media or search for us on the Patreon app on your smart device. Thanks for helping us build something better. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Boss Rush Podcast, a great place to play games and be better. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Derrigan. Alongside me, as always, is the PC Muscle Race himself, Laurent Dawkins. What's poppin'? All covered up. Yep. Yep. The hoodie <laughs> looks comfy, though. I gotta say, though. Oh, it's, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's nice. It's so comfy. It looks like... I don't know. I don't know how to explain the material, but it looks super comfy. It's, uh, it's, it's that waffle. It's that waffle weed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Super cool. Yeah, also, like, uh, and a oh, what? And a what? I was just about to say, I, I actually bought it. I actually bought it to my size, so it doesn't, so it doesn't make me look all pumped up, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't medium it. <laughs> medium. <laughs> That's funny. Also joining us is the mad pharmacist herself, Stephanie Klimov. Good evening. Hi, Stephanie. Hey. You're jacket thing also looks comfortable it is i think you know story had mentioned this because his wife started wearing this i guess it's like i don't know what it's called but it's a shirt but also a jacket so it's like a shacket or something i don't know it sounds really stupid because <laughs> i keep yeah. thinking of shart when i hear shacket <laughs> but apparently shacket is a thing and this is what it is hmm. i don't know if i like that word i don't I like know the concept yeah, no. though yeah i don't yeah, like the no, word either kinda... <laughs> also joining us Finally back, the wise Wisconsinite, Mr. Jesse Douglas. Ow, ow! <laughs> back Hello. for the second time today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cool. Production note, uh, our recording messed up, so uh, we're trying again. Yeah, wait, Anyways, way, to go, way to go, oh, Jesse, for, for pointing out that we're not perfect. Way I know, go. Jesse, gosh. Hey, no one is. <laughs> pay, att- pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. You know yeah. what, Jesse? Your shirt doesn't look comfortable, okay? No, it isn't. <laughs> wow. How salty of you, Corey. Even though I wore a blue polo shirt to work today. so Yeah, we're actually... Our work shirts are going to end up being polos now instead of uh, bowling shirts. <laughs> Cause well, our, our, I got to our... say, though, I, I got to say, though, I like Jesse... The, was it 3.0 at this point now? Like, man, you're looking pretty svelte. I know. Yeah, I guess what? it would be a 3.0. Look how small he looks. Look how like right, right. Oh. I know. I I go back and look at like yeah, he doesn't take up his whole grid anymore. In you know in 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 the podcast squares. I know. Gosh, can you just give this man a cheeseburger or something? Jeez, eat something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite jealous. Trust me, I I do eat. I just only eat once a day. <laughs> I was kidding. Uh, you're, once a day like, is kind of drastic. No, I just uh, no, I just. Uh, yeah, I've just cut back on uh, on eating crap all the time. Mm. If I do eat, if I do eat bad, I just make sure that I'm not eating as much of it. That's fair. So that's something I need to do, but I don't because I'm a terrible person. But it's fine. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, we're glad you're here. Um, yeah, we missed you. Uh, you're yeah really important to us and this and everything so i'm glad you're gonna 
kind of be sticking around semi-regularly and and being here and, and you know yeah yeah all well, the things we know, said on guys, the first recording that was lost yeah you guys well you guys definitely you know like you, you guys are like well i joke and say my podcast family but you know like i you know like we've had a lot of fun together i mean we've spent a lot you know a lot of time talking about stuff over the yeah. years and you know and getting to meet you know some of the some of you guys like at at things i hope you know more that can happen more in the future and stuff but you know like yeah i i just i miss it i miss it a lot and it's you know i was saying uh, on our other recording like i you know like part of it's selfish that i i want to do it more for myself but like you know just being able to talk to you guys more often and stuff is is what i what i definitely need you know so i talked about it i think i talked about it a little bit last time i was on the show or whatever but i'm sure people know like that i just you know it went through divorce and stuff and um hmm not really going to get into it too much, but yeah, you know, like it, that's why I kind of stepped away for a while and still got a lot, a lot to work on. I mean, it's hasn't even been a year yet since I've been, you know, like divorced, but yeah, last time I was on, I was in a relationship way too early. <laughs> that happens though, right? Usually after a breakup though, I mean, that's, that's yeah. how it goes. And, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean that that relationship it, it wasn't great. You know, but that's besides the point. I also shouldn't have been in it, you know, period, but stepping stones. Yeah. Live and learn, yeah. my friend. Yeah, exactly. You learn, you live and you learn, but yeah. Speaking of speaking of living and learning, Jesse. Yeah. I so I was actually you reminded me on the on the dead recording you were talking about Fortnite, yeah. and uh i've i should mention this now i was showing uh my my nephew super into Fortnite, and we play sometimes together and okay uh i showed him an old episode of royale with cheese <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's like whoa like because he you know he only knows knows the legend of of chapter one of Fortnite, you know because yeah. he's, he's 10 he didn't wasn't allowed to play in 2017 or whatever yeah so you know he's like you guys are og you guys have all these things and i'm like i don't know what any of this means i just we were just playing because we didn't know what we were doing yeah it was something to play that was multiplayer that we could do you know that was free yeah he was like he was like whoa the island looks so different i'm like that's i don't know It, it all looks the same to me still yeah whatever yeah, no, it has changed a lot. You know, like I mean, every year it changes quite a bit. Yeah, but but yeah, like yeah, you're mentioning that. Yeah, like I definitely uh, enjoy playing. We we, I mean, we should go back to it sometime. You know, like yeah, I, I don't, you know, yeah, I'm up for it. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's fun. We do the I I make him play no build mode though, so because yep. I'm not 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 doing that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna go up against these like six year olds that you know just build around me, a castle yeah. around me or whatever in in two yeah. seconds, and I yeah. have no idea what's going on. No shooting <laughs> skills whatsoever. They just try to trick you. So, yeah. dude, by the time by the time I whip out like a a wooden wall or whatever, there's like a 
there's like a whole city block built. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? What's what's happening? <laughs> if you want to be a Patreon producer, head on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash Media, and find out which tier is right for you. Our Patreon producers at the $5 tier or higher for this month are Adriel Munger, Austin Campbell, Celeste Roberts, Christian S., Sana Dierig, Francisco Santillan, and Rebecca Jewell. Thank you for your continued support. too much you can't teach an old dog new tricks <laughs> that's true it's true uh but anyways jesse uh you play anything fun you play anything cool yeah there's this game called stray i don't know if you guys have heard about it or talked about it <laughs> hold up wait a minute no you said that i could talk about it <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what? Now I think I really am invoking that law now. Ron, no, that is unfair, and that's discrimination against the feline race. Okay, no, I can't. I can't help it because I'm team canine. I can't. I can't help that. You're catsist. Yes, catsist. Yes, okay. I am. Yeah, yeah. He's just hating because there's a very well done game about being a cat if they made one that was with dogs he wouldn't have a problem talking about it would he hey i'm i'm playing a game where i have both a cat and a dog with me all the time (laughs) oh speaking of there's a dog in destiny now and you can go up to it and pet it nice but it's a it's a it's a robot dog and his name is protocol oh protocol yeah (laughs) and he sits he sits in the helm and you can go up to him and pet him nice but jesse go ahead talk to us about stray yeah, no, well, no, I actually I brought that up just to get a rise out of you. <laughs> I don't hate the game. I don't hate the game, no. but I but I love I love upsetting the people that love the game. I, it is fun, but but yeah, I've been I've been mostly uh, I've pl- been playing Modern Warfare Two uh, online, kind of getting back, you know, to a, playing a Call of Duty game online again. It's been a while because I I did get. I think one of the last couple, but I think I played it for maybe a month and I gave up on it. I think it was the first one that that had the um, the one um, X upgrades, like so you could play in four K and all that, and and the graphics and everything would just go wonky and it would just look really really bad. And so I just, I couldn't play it. It it just was, something was wrong with it. And it just wasn't doing, doing what it was supposed to do. And it didn't look good. And so I kind of just gave up on it. But yeah, since then, um, yeah, I got, got into the Modern Warfare 2 um, game and been playing that quite a bit. And then um, I've been playing, I finally got uh, uh, Kena Bridge of Spirits for, for uh, my PS5. Um, and I've been playing that um, because I just I had it on PC, but I just I want to play on consoles, you know, like I just I've always been a console person, you know, like the only time that I really got into PC is when when, you know, consoles couldn't play the games that I was playing on my PC, you know, like I, they, they couldn't really play like Unreal Tournament, you know, and with the really good graphics and, you know, like those games you could uh download skins or whatever to put over your characters and make them look like whatever you wanted you know the the uh you know stuff that people made mods or whatever um 
so yeah so i that's that's kind of mostly what i've been playing and, and you know we talked about Fortnite a little bit i i do that with my kids a lot so because now now we got a series s as well as the series x and the kids got the series s and one plays on that one plays on my ps5 and and then i play on my series x and we play Fortnite together so but yeah that's that's mostly what i've been playing nice i'm gonna i want to play K, uh what is it kenna kena kena i don't know kena. Kena. yeah i always kena. yeah anyways i've i want to play that game i think it looks amazing yeah. uh but you know i gotta yeah. i got i wanna because i just i just got a ps5 a couple weeks ago month ago two mm-hmm. months ago month i don't know sometime in the last whatever uh and i'm i want to play god of war and horizon uh i'm trying to play god of war right now um but kane is on the list yeah the the um did they i i guess i've i'll be honest you know a little behind the scenes here i have really fallen out of the video game world quite a bit in this last year um, I mean, I do play games, but I just, you know, like when I was podcasting regularly, you know, obviously I would try to keep up with everything and I just really haven't. But like I have I've been noticing, though, like at least by me, like uh, what was it? I went into Best Buy or I think it was December 22nd or 21st and they had like 12 or 13 PS5s there Um you know, and I, I'm like, like, this is after Black Friday. This is, you know, like, how did they have all, did they, up? Did, have they talked about like upping their production or whatever quite a bit this year, like at the end of the year? Um, uh, Sony did, Sony did put out a disclaimer that, that, that this is going to be a good, uh, that, that the past holiday season is going to be a good time to get a PlayStation 5. Nice. Yeah. At, nice. at CES, yeah. Jim Ryan came out and said that the, they are pretty sure that the shortage is over. Okay, that's awesome. So, yeah, that, that was like. I wonder. I wonder week. who the hell they're working to death over in China and Japan. Yeah, the children. They promised them an extra cracker. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. Extra, extra saltines a day. Well, is it gonna be? Is it like the, like the Apple, the Apple uh, places that make the Apple phones? Are they gonna be installing uh, uh, oh, safe, safety been, nets for Apple's the people jumping over the? <laughs> yeah apple apple is not there's probably gonna be a shortage on the next phone yeah yeah what, because yeah. uh in, in parts of china because of the whole COVID thing um you mm-hmm. know like china china screwed apple up yeah yeah oh well, i got i got my uh my samsung s uh 22 ultra so I, i'm good i got good old korean good old korean phone <laughs> Well, I, I was, I always got the, like my favorite were always the note. And, uh, and so now they basically, they don't make the Samsung notes anymore. They wait, roll. wait, wait. I thought the note was back. I no. thought the note came back. No, they rolled, they rolled that, they rolled all the features of the note back into, into the S now, like the ultra, basically it, I have a stylus phone. It, it's essentially it looks almost exactly like the phone I my note that I traded in for it it's just a little thicker than mine was and it's got a 8k cameras on it 
Okay. So I could have sworn the note was back because the note was the note was how I got into like that's how I got that's how I got into Android. Like um like I bought mm-hmm. like I got the Note three and that was my first Android phone after owning. Yep, I had the three too. Three the generations of iPhones. Yeah. Yeah. No. And that, I haven't looked back since. Yeah the 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 twenty two Ultra is it's essentially it's a Note. It's yeah, a, it's a I've got the uh, I've got, I'm still rocking the twenty one plus. I don't yeah. usually I don't usually upgrade my phones until like there's a need to upgrade. Yeah, I I upgraded because I switched over from Verizon to uh, Spectrum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so Spectrum uses the Verizon towers, and um, right now for internet and my phone, I'm gonna be paying eighty dollars a month, and that's oh not bad. That's half of what I was paying just for my phone. <laughs> through Verizon yeah. <laughs> a month. It's ridiculous. $160 for my for my phone. I was paying a month through wow. Verizon. Yeah. It was it's disgusting. So oh, they'll get you. Yeah. So uh Laurent, you playing anything? Uh the Callisto Protocol. How's that? How's it going? Oh, uh, it's it's going. It's fun. It's fun. I'm enjoying myself. Um, as a matter of fact, I was playing. Uh, I was playing a little bit of it before uh, we even started the recording, um, because I had a little bit of downtime. Uh, I I'm inching closer and closer to beating the game. Like I and yes, I have been taking my time because the game's been out officially for over a month now. Uh, but I'm just kind of like padding my time as I get ready for uh for my next game, which we'll be talking about a little bit later. Dun, dun, uh, dun. In the show. But um, but yeah, but I um, but I discovered that uh that. Just like how, just like how the creators uh, striking distance uh, back when they were Visceral Games or EA Redwood, you know, back when they first created the original Dead Space game, how they mm-hmm. had like a campaign um, where they were doing where they were uh, bringing out expansion content, you know, to like kind of get you into the world and the lore. Mm-hmm. There was a podcast. There was a six part podcast uh, for the Callisto Protocol called Helix Station mm-hmm. that uh, that's you can listen to on Spotify. Um, I had no idea this was out before the game came out because they 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 released they released the episodes on uh, not not merely a weekly basis but you know like um they they kind of sprinkled it out in the run up the month before the game came out and uh, it's a complete audio podcast um you um like they've got Gwendolyn Christie uh voicing the main character uh, her name is Percy uh, you've also got Michael Ironside in it um Ooh. as well as uh as well as Sam Witwer is um he he reprises his role from the Callisto Protocol game uh um and then um you've got some other uh known notable actors like Leland Orser and a few others and stuff like that and let me tell you it's quite like, a cast. Uh, the episodes huh it's quite a cast yeah it's a good cast yeah it's a good it's a good vo- uh, it's a good voice cast and the production value is amazing uh, I, I was, I was engrossed in it. Like I've been listening to it for days now. Like I listened, I, I've already listened to the whole series and I just started listening to it again. So is that um, like, uh, is that like a prequel think, or something you're supposed to listen yeah, it's to? A, like it's a, pre- it's a, it's a prequel. It's a prequel. Um, you can either call it a prequel. It's not a direct prequel. Let's just say it like that. But it, but it basically sets up the lore for the, uh, for the Callisto protocols universe. Huh? No, yeah. and uh, and it's really it's really good. Like the episodes are the episodes are uh, they're not even thirty minutes long. So like they're between twenty and thirty minutes. To, but all the episodes you can listen to it all in one day. Like um like I was listening to it like you know like 
like I just need something to do while I was driving to like, to like a, a job site that was like 45 minutes away. So I just started listening to the first episode and I was hooked. I was hooked. So, you know, just imagine listening to it in a car, in, in a car stereo with a car stereo system and all that stuff. Oh man. Like it, it was amazing. And the, a cool, a cool bonus or side effect of this. It actually made me pick up a notebook and a pen and it actually had me start writing down some ideas for, for, for stories. Wow. Nice. So that was an unexpected bonus. It actually got it actually got the juices flowing for me to want to write something. Nice. Hmm. Now yeah. that's the yeah, one. So, that's the one that's um, supposed to be from the creators of Dead Space, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, I yeah, thought the so, but I, I itself. Yeah, the Clister Protocol itself is a fun game, but um, but like I've said time and time again, uh, like don't go in there thinking this is like Dead Space Four or something like that. And I think that's where a lot of people got their hang ups at because like because like it minimally feels like a Dead Space game. Like yeah, the horror is there, the jump scares are there, and stuff like that. But you know, like the combat's different. Like shit, I kind of wish Isaac had some of this combat like in the Dead Space series, you know. Um, but but yeah, um. The it's fun. I finally got into some areas that are frustrating because like boss battles are getting frustrating now to where like, you know, um, I just as a matter of fact, I just beat a boss that, you know, I actually had to stop on the previous night because like I was just getting frustrated. Um, and it was more like it was more like you, you really need to learn how to manage the enemies just and just like how I was preaching um, back before the end of the year. That, you know, like the main problem that most people were, were complaining about on the on the on the Internet about the Clister Protocol is that they get mobbed by the enemies. You've got so many tools and stuff like they're like you honestly, there's no reason why you're getting mobbed. But my problem is, is that I was getting jumped by one of the lesser monsters while I'm fighting a boss. And that was that was frustrating me. Yeah, so uh so yeah, so I so like I my my major feat before we uh started recording the podcast tonight was I beat that boss. And I'm not going to say anything about the boss because if I say anything about the boss like to our listeners, they'll are they'll already they'll already know something about later on in the game. So that's all I'm going to say. Um but yeah, the game's fun. I'm enjoying it. Like I, I uh, like I I'm definitely looking forward to the um cuz I cuz I have bought the deluxe edition that has the season's pass and stuff. So I'm definitely looking forward to like when they put the um put the expansion content out for this game and you know add some more stuff to it. And um I have a funny I have a good feeling about this. I think I think they're going to get a sequel. I think they are. Nice. Yeah, I was yeah gonna, I, uh, one of the things like so is it just like with the bosses do you have like weak points and things you got to like is it something every, like that that makes it difficult or every big bad I've in, every big bad I've encountered is just bullet sponges. That's oh, that's really okay. it. You okay. know, it's not like in Dead Space where like, you know, like okay. you have like the glowing the glowing parts of their body, which is basically a weak spot. You know, I, I I don't see anything as a bona fide weak spot. And uh, okay. this game also this game also has a nice stealth element, but I feel like I've wasted a lot of my time in this game doing the stealthy stuff, but it's because is because stealth is the best way to manage your inventory. If you stealth kill something in this game, like it's an instant, it's an instant death. And the cool thing about it is, you can stealth kill, you can stealth kill a bad guy in a room full of bad guys, and they won't spot you. <laughs> I literally, I literally stealth killed like some of the bad guys, like right standing right next to another one, and nothing happened to me, <laughs> except I got the rewards for killing the bad guy. <laughs> hmm. Nice. Yes. So I hear uh, I hear that game is like like a mm -hmm. sequel. It would be like almost like an Assassin's Creed type thing where like the first one was good, but the sequel would like expand on those ideas and kind of knock it out of the park. Well, that's that's what Dead Space did. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I, and Dead Space was and Dead Space was Dead Space One was already a phenomenal game. Like it, like it kind of it kind of revolutionized what what Resident Evil Four had originally set out to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mean they they a lot of the times the, those games those first games will kind of feel like a selling point. It's like okay, if we can get you hooked with the basics of what we want to do with this game, then yeah, expand on the second one and you know well, and then you know like get a bigger bigger uh amount of money to to play with and things like that you know well i also need to shout out give a shout out to the striking distance studios because like i was one of the people that was infinitely infinitely frustrated with the game when it rolled out because the game rolled out with issues whether it was across consoles or the pc and i had the pc version the pc version was horribly optimized like you didn't have shader cache you'd have shader cache uh pre-rendered uh, pre-rendered anything like that and for for people that's wondering shader cache basically is the graphical asset so your game plays smoothly as you go transition from place to place and it already has like everything loaded up for you past your loading screens of course you know but um but yeah there was there was that issue uh like there was just some other things um but but striking distance they paid attention to all that stuff and you know it's one of those things you know like i understand when you look at the timing of when the game came out, I understand why they put it out when they did, because there's something else looming on the horizon that they did not want to compete with, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it goes back to my my age old thing: like, don't release a game if it's fucking incomplete. And and I'm not saying that Callisto Protocol was incomplete. It just they they just caused more they just caused more hate and discontent than necessary. And, you know, then I'm hearing, then, you know, of course, like, you know, like, because Glenn Schofield, who's the lead and the director for the game, he's, he's talking to us, you know, about like what they've encountered in the development process. And they were, and they basically said a line of code is what screwed up a lot of the things with the, uh, with the launch. And I'm like, come on, man, be better. Like, how long you guys, how long you guys been doing this? You know, you know, it's one of those things, you know, like it's, it's, it's last minute QA is like. I work, I work in, I work in IT and I know, I know immediately, I, I know what it's like when like you don't double check your work, you know, it's, it's, it's pain and headaches and you know, they're, they're dealing with those headaches, you know, so, so yeah. Um, uh, but other than that, you know, like, uh, the game, the game is, the game has been rock solid since like the patches and the updates, like, you know, like a lot of things, a lot of, th- a lot of quality of life stuff got introduced on the back end, which was crazy because like, uh, one of the major complaints was, and it wasn't really a complaint from me, but it was a complaint from gamers, is that like, is that like, you know, um, uh, to heal yourself, you use these things called health injectors, and the animation for the the animation for the health injector was so slow that if you do it at a critical time, like if you're getting mobbed by bad guys, you're dead, you know. You, hmm. but you know, I took that as a challenge because I was like, oh, I'm about to die. That means I need to play harder. <laughs> you know and then and then um and then i didn't even know the patch had happened uh like i loaded the game up and i was like loading loading shaders and i was like compiling shaders i was like oh shit there's an update <laughs> uh so so yeah so and then i looked it up real quick and they're like yeah uh yeah like jacob's healing animations is a lot faster now reloads a lot faster uh like they 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 tweak some of the dodge mechanics and all that stuff and i was like oh shit like this plays like a different game now because my my roommate he was talking to me tonight and he was like, man, he was like, he was like, man, that game was good, but it took him forever to fucking heal. And I was like, oh, that's not a problem now. They patched it. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? I was like, I was like, you literally, you literally can heal yourself in the middle of a fight now. Nice. That's yeah, crazy. I, I want to play that. I. It's and fun. It's, it's fun. On, is it on console though? Too is on yeah. is is on okay. is on all major consoles in the PC. 
Okay. They uh, recommend you play it on PlayStation 5, though, because PlayStation had a heavy... Uh, they provided their XDev team to help develop the game. And okay. supposedly, I don't know how it runs after the patches or whatnot, but like supposedly the PlayStation 5 is the best version is from okay. what I'm what I'm hearing. Do they have like, did they uh, in, uh, put like the haptic feedback and all that stuff? Like, did they, is it like stuff like that where it's... I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's in there. Okay. Yeah, it's in there. It's totally okay. in there. It's in the PC. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know because I'm playing the PC version. Even though I, yeah. even though I, I play a PC version with a PlayStation Five controller, I know I do get a little bit of a, a little bit of a pushback on the uh, triggers. Okay. Yeah, you should. I mean, I, I thought the PS, the haptic stuff was in the PC version if you play with a PS Five controller, but I'm not sure. Well, it's it's kind of it's kind of screwball though because like even if you're playing with a PlayStation controller, it still has like the Xbox like uh like icons. Yeah. Well, you gotta gotta know your Xbox controller there, Laurent. Oh, you gotta know your PlayStation controller. True. <laughs> who who knows? You know, I don't get I don't get confused like that. Honestly, like there are certain games like I cannot play Monster Hunter Sunbreak. You know, with those with those Xbox controls on. But I'm glad Capcom put an interface switcher in there, so like you can change it and say, "Hey, this is a PlayStation controls." Mm-hmm. I just feel like I just feel like it's just a one little tweak that the, like that that companies can do, and I and I guarantee you it's not even it's not even gonna like cause them to spend like super amount of money. Yeah, yeah. I get that way with God of War though, because sometimes it says press X and I'll press the Xbox X and not. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like you need to know your way around your PlayStation controller. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna use it that much, so it's fine. Um, is that That's all you've been playing? That's it for me. I've uh, I've been listening to the Callisto Protocol Helix Station, which I recommend. I I, I say nine out of ten on that. It's it's nice. good. It's good. There. I mean, it will definitely fill your imagination, especially if you listen to it in, in like immersive sound, like whether it's with your headphones on or with a stereo system or whatnot. You know, um, it's 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 good. Um, the voice acting is really well. Like um like you know like with all the sound effects and everything. You know, like it feels like it feels like you're one step. You're one. You're just one step beyond watching a movie. Nice. Well, one step away from watching a movie, like it's it's good, it's good, and of, and of course, like Michael Ironside, you know, like actually doing some voice acting when we know like his his road has been rough, you know, because he had a he had throat cancer. Yep, and that's that's yeah. why he wasn't in the last Splinter Cell game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was great. To, it was great that like like to hear to hear good old Sam Fisher, <laughs> Sam Fisher. Uh, if you're if you're if you're um, a Splinter Cell guy or Dark Side, if you're a Justice Justice League person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He voiced Dark Side in the Justice League uh, animated series. Mm. I did not know that. Yeah, because I'm a nerd. Nerd. <laughs> Stephanie, what are you playing? I actually got to play a decent amount of games the last few weeks. So, um, out of the main three, I played early access of Exodiac. Um. I didn't talk about this last week, right? Because I'm starting to realize. Okay, Exodiac. So it is a love letter to the SNES Star Fox and Star Fox 64. It is awesome. I highly recommend you check it out. I believe it's on Switch, but I played it on my Steam Deck. Um, indie, built by, I think, just one guy, uh, honestly. And... Um, Similar premise, I think there's about six planets or six levels that you play through, on-rails, low-poly shooter, 
um, plays a lot like Star Fox, looks a lot like Star Fox. Characters are different, but it just really... I wanted to play something that reminded me of Star Fox. I've been without a good Star Fox game in a long time. So if you like old school Star Fox, play Exodiac. It's great. The downside is um, there are branching paths. You know, in Star Fox 64, if you do certain maneuvers, you can go to different planets. I'm hoping maybe we might see that option when it's out of early access. We'll see. Um I, the combat is more challenging, I think, actually, but the downside is while I'm trying not to get murdered by all the enemies, there's dialogue going down below, and it's not voice acted, which is fine, but I can't end up reading anything because I'm too busy trying not to die. Um, so so I, I did miss out on some of the lore because of it. So those are kind of like my primary complaints. I've seen some people mention on Steam that the controls are a bit... Um, like lofty. I don't know what the right word is, but I don't know. seems fine to me. So I can't wait for more content to be released, but I highly recommend Exodiac. I wrote a review on it. That's going to be published on Sunday, um, the 15th. And the next one is Lonesome Village. It is also a indie game by Ogre Pixel. It is, it reminded me a little bit like Zelda and Tunic because you play as like a fox and you're in a blue tunic and I'm like, okay, here we go. Here's another Zelda like I can play. Um, but it's not really like neither. There's no combat. The premise is you arrive or you belong to a village where all the residents vanished and this gigantic tower appears out of nowhere kind of like a tower in Breath of the Wild. And like the symbol literally looks like a Sheikah eye. It's crazy. Um, mm. But in this case, instead of fighting enemies, every level of the tower, you just go and defeat a puzzle. Like you have to, you know, figure something out, a little puzzle. You get a small item, you place the item on the altar, and you release a villager that was trapped there. So level by level, you save the villagers um you need to earn their gratitude to progress up certain levels so you do little side quests um eventually you get stuff like what would be similar to, or akin to um what do you call it the uh eye of truth is it what's called the eye of truth in ocarina of time yeah i think isn't yeah. It? you yeah. have a um a little don't, don't get me to lying you know i didn't play that game the uh, like a, you get a musical instrument you have a shovel like so it's very zelda like just minus the combat it's just a nice fun cozy game and i honestly have no complaints about it it's a lot of fun so also lonesome village i recommend and then last but not least i am playing the last of us part one the remake to prepare for the show that's premiering on sunday <laughs> so i got us i just arrived in is it Lincoln? I forget the town, but where Bill's town is. So uh, I'm pretty sure that'll get me to the first episode. Not that I know what the first episode will be, but I would think that's, I would say it's a safe bet that I've covered enough. So it, it's nice. The graphics are just. Wait, 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 wait. What have you, what have you done? In The Last of Us Part 1? What's the, what, what's the major thing you've, you've, you've done? The last major thing that I've done? Yeah. Okay, well, um, I took Ellie out of Boston. Like, I, uh, yeah. what's her face died. We made our way out of the state capital. Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. then we just met Bill. Like, just okay. met Okay, all him. right. That's, that's what I need to know. Okay. okay. So, yeah. yeah. 
I was, um, yeah, like, well, no, that game, the, the game's mile, the game's milestones are, are marked by like, like major, like when you get to major cinematic scenes, that's, that's a milestone for the game. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. That's how, that's how you know the plot is progressing. Okay. So yeah, so that's yeah. that. Um, I think it's a safe point for the show. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, I really do like the remake. Uh, graphics are gorgeous. Uh, I'm playing on medium difficulty. Um, I, I'm I'm doing pretty better at it, but I've I've played it before, so it, it's just a lot of fun to replay this game. Nice. How about nice. you, Corey? Um, I played so I played a lot of Destiny's Iron Banner over the weekend. Uh, it's kind of a competitive multiplayer mode that grants you cool armor and weapons and stuff. Uh, <clears throat> the I don't usually play this mode because I'm not a huge competitive multiplayer person, especially in Destiny. It's kind of like, you know, it's it's kind of like a tacked on mode at this point. Uh, <laughs> there hasn't been a new multiplayer map in almost three years. So, you know, it's like uh, it's just kind of there. Uh, but Iron Banner is cool because, they, A, they added a new mode called Fortress which is basically just zone control, but like there's a timer. And once the timer counts down, there's like a big kind of uh, there's a flag in the middle that's protected by these turrets. And it turns into like a your team versus their team versus these turrets. And whoever can capture the that flag first uh, kind of can capture the point. And then you kind of have to hold the point for, I think, two minutes or something. Um and it's super cool. It was a super cool mode. But the reason why I started playing it is because they brought back an armor set that I really loved in Destiny 1. Um, the Iron Wolf set. And it's like a, it's just a really iconic set of armor from Destiny 1. And uh, I got all the pieces for one character except for uh, the Mark so on the on a titan it's like a the joke is it's a bath towel and like you know i didn't i didn't get that but um it was fun i also sat down and played a couple hours of god of war um i'm really at this point muscling my way through that game i am so bored like i'm really still i i'm my in-game timer is at 18 hours um i think it's like a 35 or 40 hour game um I am like, I am so bored. <laughs> I, I'm so bored. I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's just like, I wish it was better. I, you know, but. You don't have to like every game. Like at this point, like, do you really feel like you have to quote unquote finish the game? You got a yes, long way to I go. Yes, because fin- I've finished every God of War game. I, I am invested in Kratos, it, it, you know. And I just I need to see what happens because like the story, it, the story's not the problem. It's it's the constant like I'm going to get to play the game for like three minutes and then I have to lift up a rock or I have to shimmy through a, a hallway or I have to talk to someone for 15 minutes. I want I want to play the game. Just let me play wow. the game, you know, so it's and, really uh, um, just breaking up the um, pacing. Right? Yeah, the pacing is terrible. And like, again, like I said, during our game of the year discussion, like when I was listening to the interview with the director of the game, like he said, he plans everything out through a spreadsheet. And like, I can't get that thought out of my head either to the point where like, 
the lines on the ground, like they're basically even like to where to climb and stuff is like literally chalk outlines on the ground and on the walls to where to climb. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I I I don't this. I don't know, but I'm I'm invested in the story. Like I want to see where it goes. I'm so to give context without spoiling anything, I'm in the second part of uh where you play as Kratos and Freya. That's how far I am without spoiling anything. And I'm riding the dog sled around this area trying to find uh a certain group of people. So um, but I it I'm just bored. And like last night I had my kids went to bed early. My wife was six. So she went to bed kind of early. I had like three or four hours to sit down and play. I played an hour and a half and I turned it off and started playing something else. Like I I just, I don't know. I wish I was more driven to finish this game, but I'm just kind of like not. (laughs) So yeah. Also, I hate playing as Atreus. (laughs) Is he still being a snot bag? God, he's such a shit bag, man. I just <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't uh I, I like his, the the girl companion though that's with him sometimes. Uh Agabola, is that her name? I think that's her name. Um but I just like I just finished the part where like you're with Thor for the first time with him and it's just kinda like, oh my gosh, this is like I'm I'm sitting here like fighting like one guy. There's like 15 guys was like, yes, I'm going to get to fight all these guys. I'm finally going to get to play. And then Thor just throws his hammer at all of them and they're all dead. And I have to go talk to Thor and walk around some more. I'm like, what, why, what was the point of this? You know? Yeah. And like, cause you know, I've kind of heard people talk about, you know, talk about it since it's come out, you know, there's definitely people that feel like you about it. Yeah. And and yeah. then there's people that had no problem with it. Um and I think I think it is it's just one of those things where like like even for me there when I try to play very very story driven games um there has to there has to be the pacing has to be just right because my attention span is so short that yeah. if you don't if it doesn't, if it's not pleasing to my attention span, uh, chances are I will never finish that game. And like, yeah. but mm. some people that's not a problem, you know. And and that's mm-hmm. I'm glad that that there's a lot of people who were able to enjoy it. But yeah, I, you know, like when I hear people or you talk about it, I'm just like, man, I I'm already not super into the you know the lore of it but to to even think about trying to play that game i just i i don't think it would i'd be able to make it through it either but again that's me you know that's just me though so yeah i mean the thing is it's like it's fun it's like when you actually like playing the game and in the combat it's fun right like it's really fun Mm -hmm. but (laughs) i don't understand why it's so few and far between in a game that is like and to be fair, though, like I didn't I thought the last one was good, not great. Right. Like it was it was good. It wasn't great. But this one is is way worse than the last one, Oof. in my opinion. Also, like I I hate Thor. I think Thor kind of sucks. I think the portrayal of Odin is like awful. Like 
I don't know if they're trying a comedy angle or something, but he's just, I'm not into it. So I don't know. It it's, I'm going to finish it because I have, I, I have to finish it now, but like, it's not, it's not doing it for me. Well, Leron has something to say to you. He does. He's raising his hand. <laughs> uh, you, I wonder because I hear a lot. I hear a lot of these sentiments about like you know like the portrayals of like the characters and stuff in God of War Ragnarok, and I'm and I'm really curious. Like, are are people basing it off of the expectations from I don't know like the MCU? Are they basing it off of their expectations no. from whatever they heard about in Norse mythology? Like, what is it? What is it about? Like, no, because I'm what, like, what I, is it? I don't really on, like Thor. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. What is the what is the what is it about the, the creative process that people always have a problem when like when like a creator has a different take on it like no. like a like a like a character? It's not it's not that the characters are like written badly. It just feels like each set of characters were written by a different set of writers and none of them like talk to each other about, okay, well, this is kind of like, you know, we're going to be kind of serious, but kind of not, you know, like the dwarves feel like they're written for a straight up comedy angle. Kratos is like dead serious, which, which is like, I like that. I think that's what I wish the whole game was taking itself seriously. Freya is like a little kind of over dramatic about stuff, right? Like she always feels like something is, super dramatic atreus is a shit bag uh and then like you get to <laughs> thor and odin and they're just kind of like i don't know odin is kind of like Ugh, like frantic about everything and it's just kind of like i it just feels like none of the characters were written cohesively and i get that like characters have to have different personalities and i'm not even comparing it to the mcu because i like i don't even really care about thor in the mcu either like i don't whatever it's just like it just feels like all these characters, all these major players were written by different people and they didn't talk to each other about how to kind of write them to fit cohesive. together. It just feels like none of them have chemistry. It feels like none of them are cohesive. Like they they feel like characters from different games shoved into one game. Hmm. Which I guess like kind of makes sense in the grand scheme of things because Kratos is a man out of time and out of place, right? But like I don't know. I, I Kratos is Kratos is definitely my favorite character in the in the game. And I, I think and, Kratos was, I think Kratos was designed to be everybody's favorite character by default because like let's, I don't, let's just look at let's look at this what this is. Like we've got we've got three major God of War games. Uh then we got the the two games for the PSP which were continue which were side stories slash continuations of that. We have God of War, the whatever that where that prelude game was, you know, all this stuff. So everybody Everybody knows that this is Kratos, even in this new incarnation and stuff like that. You know, um, I, 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 that's the way that's that's the way I think it is. You know, like people are going to play God of War as soon as they found out the, the 2018 God of War. As soon as they found out it is Kratos, it was Kratos like they were mm-hmm. going to do that, you know. Yeah. Um, but we're in a different we're in a different land. We're in a different realm. We're in a different time, you know, and stuff like that. You know, like, um, well, I, I think know. that I think that part's cool, though. Like, that's a that's that's cool. That part's cool. It's just and, does, it's, and why does every god have to be magnanimous? You know, <laughs> I mean, shit. Like this is the this is the realm where we have Loki. I think I think some of these gods are more pranksters than anything else. Yeah, well, Loki sucks. Um, You're saying that because you hate Atreus. That's why. I know Atreus fucking sucks. 
God, he's, I hate Atreus. I hope he dies. Um, Dude, you're you're raising a boy. Like, get ready. I know. Get he's ready. Gonna, he's gonna suck too for like get ready five for to twelve years of his all right, life. We're all gonna be quiet because I have a son too. Shh. So, um, <laughs> no, Nico's a sweetheart, but <laughs> I I also played a bunch of Vampire Survivors, which is awesome. Um, and I played some more Horizon. Uh, because I just can't wait to play that game. And oh my gosh, dude, that game is infinitely better than God of War. That I fucking love that game. By the way, Corey, I, I only ask the questions I ask. I because anybody that knows me now knows I kind of two sides everything because it's I, I it's just my nature. I play devil's advocate. I know. Like that. I've known you I for not, what two was, years now? Three years? I was years? not trying to argue with you or anything like that. You know, it was more. It was more like I was just trying to challenge a a, a, a precept. I know. I know, and it's not, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I could talk about, because, and I'm not coming from a place where, like, oh, this game should be like the other ones. It does, the other, the old games were great for the time, right? But they needed to evolve. And I actually, like, Really like the, the says the guy who says the guy who the game said he wasn't into the game till he got the Blades of Chaos. Yeah, well, I don't <laughs> like how slow the axe is. Also, that's another annoying thing is like every character solves the puzzles for you before you like even yeah. walk in the room. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you were gone, Laron, but I was ranting about like like how I like the combat in this game, except I don't only get to do it for like 30 seconds at a time and then i have to listen to somebody talk for 15 minutes or shimmy through a wall or you know a cutscene happens or i'm riding a, a large moose through the water here's the way i feel about this i think i think the reason why they shoehorned all this dialogue into the game is because they decided that they were not going to make it a trilogy and decided to make a duology and that's exactly what it feels like it feels like a game that should have been two games like I, I feel like, if anything, this was the series you could have made three games out of, and you could have, like, you know, gotten them out. You know, you could have gotten a second game out like a year and a half ago, and then in two years you could have gotten out the third game. You know, and it could have been like super cool, but I don't know it. Yeah, got him. Got him. This is my take. No, I I get it, and I like I said, I'm gonna finish it because I'm invested in Kratos. I've been invested in Kratos for 20 years, and I need to see how this game ends, and see what happens next. But like, I haven't been spoiled shockingly about the end of the game. But uh, if Kratos dies at the end, I I might probably just skip the next one. But if he doesn't, then I will be. Kratos was supposed to have died the last the last series. I know. I watched it. The way that the yeah the way that ending happened like yeah we already we already kind of know what 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 uh, Santa Monica Studios plan is for him they're they're they're, they're planning on taking him through the eras they're like basically the same the same way he's killing the gods the same way we're metaphorically killing our gods as we go from generation to generation yeah and you know I think that's that's fine right like I think it would be cool to take him through the pantheon of of gods but um. I'm I'm ready for this to be over, which kind of sucks because I actually like the premise and the setting. So, uh, but Horizon, back to Horizon, <laughs> man, what a game! The animations, the combat, the the tra- traversal. Oh, what a, ch- a change in tone here! Oh, what a game! Aloy's the best. 
Horizon, top tier, top tier PlayStation. Okay. Here, I'm going to put it this way. Horizon, worth the $400. God of War, not worth the $400. Ghost of Tsushima is next on my list. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, I'm I'm still working on that game. I I got the PS5 uh upgrades, you know, and stuff for it, but Yeah. So did I. Yeah. Yeah, I I got the Horizon with with my I got that bundle. So I haven't touched it though yet. So. Yeah, that's the bundle I wanted and I couldn't find it, so I got the God of War one. I'm like, "Well, I'll play that too anyway." But mm-hmm. Anyways, let's uh Let's shift gears uh, because we talked about God of War way longer than I anticipated. Um, I feel like the what are we playing section was too long, but it, that's just me. It, it, you know, Laurent, you can run your own podcast. Well, we had a lot of catch up on. It's okay. Well, we'll just well, 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 no, no, no. I, I, I say that I, I say that you know, like I say, I say that with all all sorts of love because like on Crossroads we run into that problem too. Oh, like, it wasn't meant to be play- that long. We just got in a really good conversation about God of War and. If, if our if if crossroads if crossroads is a two hour show the first hour is usually what are we playing and I'm like oh I'm like man like people are gonna check out <laughs> oh well that's fine they'll check out uh so we're gonna talk about our most anticipated games here uh we've all picked five um you know just to kind of talk about because 2023 is shaping up to be a big year and uh yeah it's uh it's <sighs> my gosh this 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 year is gonna have it's gonna have so many games there are so many games unless there are delays not that i was anticipating this but isn't like for example skull and bones got delayed already skull and bones stays delayed that game doesn't count okay (laughs) just saying that that and that and sea of thieves for some strange reason those pirate games stay fucking delayed i don't get it well, yeah, I mean, at this point, Skull and Bones, wasn't that supposed to come out like five years ago? <laughs> well, not not really, but like a couple of years ago. Anyways, wasn't it supposed to come out like around the same time? See, uh, see if... it, it was announced in 2017. It was supposed to come out in 20, 2018 or 2019. Yeah. And here we are, 2023. It was an, it was it's been in development since 2013. So that should tell you. Yeah. Just Everything saying, we were saying that yeah. 2022 was a stacked year. What could yeah. happen? I'm not trying to be negative. Oh, no, I yeah. still think 2023 will be. No, yeah. 2023 yeah. is, uh, to use a WWE term, 2023 is going to be a slobber knocker. Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's talk oh, no. about what will slob our knobs. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'm going to go first because. <laughs> Laron yelled at me for talking too long, so I'm going to keep talking. Wait, quick question: Does um, it have to be in a particular order, or are we just like no, randomly? It doesn't matter. Okay, cool. it doesn't matter. Um, I'm I have mine written down. I'm just going to read them as I read them down. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, can't wait for that game. I watched I watched the nine minute trailer preview thing that they put out the other day, and like, man, some of the stuff that comes out on Switch looks like trash. This game. Makes me think we don't need another console. This game looks amazing. Looks gorgeous. It's running at sixty frames a second. Like high fidelity graphics. Like all the maps are three D animated. Like like there's cutscenes and customization and just I this game looks incredible. And I'm just like, man, there's just like 
Nintendo really knows how to use their hardware. That's that's all I'm saying. And nobody else does and nobody else ever will. And it's just really sad because I am tired of looking at these third party games on the Switch and they look like, you know, Atreus. And uh, that's code for shit stains. Um, <laughs> and uh, then you get something like this and it looks incredible. So, man, I don't know. Fire Engage looks awesome, though. Well, I was going to say, though, is that is this like. I, I think, though, like a lot is a lot of this, though, because of the new Unreal Engine or are they not using? Unreal? No, this is intelligent system is using their own engine. Okay. Yeah. Because I know, I know with Unreal Engine, like you know, the newer one, we're supposed to uh, potentially. Yeah, be able but the, to the do only more game using what does, does what does Unreal even run on the Switch? Yeah, Fortnite. Yeah. Fortnite uses Unreal Engine five okay, on the okay. Switch. Okay. So yeah, it's supposed to be extremely scalable. Yeah, is, is what they've said. So, who knows? Well, is a lot of the stuff is being done in program versus using the hardware or something like that, I thought, is what they kind of like. Yeah, well, you're talking about intelligent systems. Yeah, a little history about intelligent systems. Nintendo originally purchased them because they are an engine building company. And uh, the original Fire Emblem was their test bed for an engine for NES. Uh, Wait, 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 wait. The old school Fire Emblem? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And then, like, they would just use Fire Emblem as, like, a proof of concept for their engine, and then Nintendo would, you know, use the engines from intelligent systems to make their games run better or take notes for their own engines or whatever. So, uh, and then, obviously, they went on to make, like, Paper Mario and Advance Wars and Codename Steam. So, those guys are getting paid. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Fire Emblem Engage looks amazing. It looks incredible. Uh, Jesse, what are you looking forward to? All right. Actually, hold on one second. I had it pulled up. I don't know where it went. Hmm. Hmm. Must not be too excited. Stephanie, go. Okay. So I'll go, trying to get out of here. I'll go with my serious ones and then I'll, I'll toss in a, a bonus, but, um, Gunbrella, um, is one of the indies that I'm looking forward to. What is that? Yes, Laron. Gunbrella. You have a gun, no, an umbrella that is also a gun. And you guessed it, it's a Devolver digital title. Come on, what else do you expect? Um, looks really fun, fast paced, uh, 2D, you know, shooter. Looks just basically it looks like a lot of fun with a crazy premise. So I'm I'm big on indies. I probably play more indies and AAA titles during the year. So that's kind of one of the top indies that I'm looking forward to. So nice. Yeah. I can go then. I have mine pulled up. So right. I, I put them in order just because of so my my number five I I have uh forespoken. Mm. So have you played the mm. demo? No, I haven't yet, actually. I'm yeah. kinda like I wanna, but at the same time I kind of just want to wait. And just play the full game. Yeah, I haven't, but Squeenix. Oh, go ahead, Noron. I was just gonna say Squeenix still hasn't sold me on it yet. Squeenix. Yeah. I think uh, Pat from EXP Cast played the demo. He wasn't impressed by it, not because he thinks the game's gonna be bad, but the I think the way they shared the like set up the demo really wasn't that great because you're thrown like in the middle of I don't know something, and mm. there's just a lot. To yeah, get I was used on that, to. I was on that show with you guys. Yeah, I remember yeah. saying that. 
Well, the the first okay. uh, like the first part of the demo is basically almost like an obstacle course. They they kind of train you how to use all the moves, and they just let you go into the world. Okay. So. Yeah. So maybe maybe I just will, will stay away from it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, you know, from the I mean, demo. you should. I mean, yeah. the combat's the combat's okay. Like it's it's fun. I bet it's like I bet it's one of those combat systems. Like as you level it up and kind of learn how to yeah you know It'll the get better the combat, it gets really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. but that's coming I mean, out soon right yeah february yeah second week month. of february yeah. Third week of february yeah so yeah cool yeah i'm yeah i, I kind of with mine just a little behind the scenes i i wanted to pick like you know one of the bigger ones for each console and then i had you know some two extra ones but but yeah, yeah. that that's the one i'm definitely looking forward to for uh ps5 cool Laurent. All right, so uh, one of my most anticipated games is a game that I'm finally going to take seriously after after twenty after crap eighteen years. It has the Resident Evil Four remake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm finally going to sit down and play Resident Evil Four. Uh, yeah, uh, Andre and Stoyer are giving me all sorts of hell. They're telling me I should play the I should play the the original game before I play this remake, and I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm playing a remake because like because like I just had no desire. I just I tried to play the original Resident Evil 4 back when it was on GameCube and I just had no desire to continue playing it. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, um, that... oh go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah, that that's my that's actually my number four. Um, but as someone who played through the original and just didn't really care for it, um I'm kind of hoping that that this brings me around because I really like I and I know Ed, you know, he like gets all worked up when I talk about how I hated that game. But um like I want to, I want to love that game. Like I, I there are a lot of aspects of the original, like the story and stuff that I do love. It's just there I, I think I had a problem with it because that was kind of when they first stepped away from zombies and it just felt more like crazy people. Mm-hmm. But but I I do like the story. There is just parts of it that I don't, didn't care for and that just I didn't love it, you know. But I'm hoping that this remake will will, you know, maybe pull me in the direction of it because they've just did so well with the remake so far. Like all the remakes in my opinion have, have been better than the originals, which doesn't happen very often. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that one too. Nice. Nice. Uh, oh, I guess I'm next. Uh, Final Fantasy 16 looks, looks really cool. Um, that setting it just it just seems like it's it seems like that square really knows what they want to do right now with their strategy right i feel like they've wanted to offload their western arm for a long time and really focus on you know what they what they are good at and that is strong japanese role-playing games uh and man between this and final fantasy 7 remake like they've got some really heavy hitters coming out this year and uh final fantasy 16 looks awesome like uh, like it's dark it's kind of scary it's got just all kinds of 
fire and you know i know i know these characters are in every single final fantasy right but like when they summon a free for the first time and that's in the trailer like it brought back a lot of uh memories for me from when i played final fantasy 8 for the first time and it was it's just i don't know i'm i'm really excited for that game and uh really ready to see what the combat is like what the party system's like if there is a party system uh where the hints and nods at old final fantasies are at and how they kind of tackle like what does a chocobo look like in this world what does a moogle look like in this world are they even in this like what does sid look like in this game you know i i want to see the hallmarks in this world and and see how this game it differs plus like what gives it a lot of promise too is the the director of Final Fantasy fourteen is doing this. The like the rebuild of Final Fantasy fourteen is doing this, and most of their expansions. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Hmm. Yeah, sixteen is also on my list of most anticipated games, and um, and you know it's funny because when they first announced it, I was like, oh man, they're going back to the medieval stuff. I'm one of those people, just like how I, just like I, just like how I scrutinize the Legend of Zelda for how it, for how it, it has evolved. Like, I've always preferred Final Fantasy when it's, it was a mixer of uh, of techno wizardry. So, like them going back to the uh, to the medieval style, I was like, oh man, I don't know if I'm going to be digging this. But the more trailers I've seen of it, the more I'm like, yes, I will be playing this game. It it, pro- it will most likely be a day one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, uh. The reason why I'm amped for this, but not amped for Forspoken, is because I feel like Square Enix only wants to take Final Fantasy seriously. It feels like it feels like it's the only thing that they that they want to do. And, and Square Enix even admitted, like you know, they're weak with Western audiences and stuff like that. Which is why I feel like there's not a lot that's going. I don't feel I feel like there's not going to be a lot that's going to be brought to the table for Spoken. You know, because like they want to reach out to Western audiences, but they don't. I feel like they just don't put the drive and attention into like their Western stuff like they do with Final Fantasy because they know Final Fantasy is going to sell like hotcakes over and over in the Eastern regions. Yeah. Yeah. And also in the Western regions, because like, you know, like uh, us Americans, uh, you know, being weeaboos and stuff like we like we 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 eat this stuff up. That's that's why that's why Kingdom Hearts is a thing when when Kingdom Hearts is trash. Mm, Kingdom Hearts four, though. Yeah. Uh realistic Sora he's got normal size shoes on I'm concerned <laughs> he's got late. some like early 2000s airwalks on so <laughs> uh, Stephanie what or Jesse what's your next game who what who is who's, Stephanie what next Stephanie what's your next game uh, so yeah I divided this oh wait you know what I didn't realize Resident Evil 4 remake was on my list my bad and Laurent I'll be playing it um like you, where I have not played the original and I don't intend on playing the original. I'm just going to go in with a mm-hmm. fresh um, mindset and I'm very much looking forward to it. I guess so. I'll guess that this will be my number four. It's the same thing. RE4 remake. So. Right. Yeah, and I kind of talked about Resident Evil 4, but do you want me to t- just bring up a different game then? Sure. So I know, you know, like everyone's kind of there's there's a big big one coming out for xbox that everyone's kind of been excited for um but i actually i'm really looking forward to uh redfall like i know i know there's been some kind of contention with 
with that game as well, where 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 some people are excited about it, some people are just kind of like, eh, I don't, they don't really know. But, um, I think, I think for me, like I I like the the aspects of that game that kind of let, remind me of like the the um you know Left for Dead and stuff like that, but but it seems like it's gonna be a little bit more like fast pace. And like, you know, like the having the cool characters, like I really like the characters, like so far what I've seen of them in the in the trailers and and in the you know like some of the stuff that they've they've kind of got out there for you to watch. Um, and I don't know, it just something about that game just seems like it's gonna be something you know like up my alley for for the games that I like. Um, you know, when it comes to like the multiplayer stuff and, and I, and I, it sounds like, like from a video or uh, some stuff that I was watching, they had talked about um, it possibly being like quite a bit of a more open worldish kind of setting than, than what you're thinking, like what we were originally thinking and kind of having like almost uh like you can do stuff with, with friends and everything, but you, like, I guess, I guess maybe more almost like a state of decay, like kind of similar to like a state of decay, but with, with uh, vampires or whatever. Um, and like, I, I just like some of the, like just the vampires, like the way they move like really fast and quick and you kind of, it just, it's a little bit, a little bit seems a more challenging than, than going against your, you know, typical zombies and stuff like that. And those kind of games that we've kind of got plenty of. So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to Redfall. Yeah, the game looks cool. Uh, the fact that they kind of came out and said that it's more Far Cry than Left 4 Dead yeah. and Borderlands made it yeah. really way more interesting for me Yeah. than those yeah yeah and i'm just interested in how like the the different styles of the different characters and their weapons and the things they use and and you know like it it is it's just a little bit more complex than than your typical just you know team up go against a whole bunch of hordes of things kind of thing that we're used to at this point um it feels it feels different enough to stand out so Yep. Uh, Laron. Oh, it's back to me. Yeah, that's weird. I uh, just wondered with you next, but whatever. Uh, Marvel Spider Man Two. Hmm. <laughs> it's supposed to be coming out this year. They have not said a, a specific date for it yet, but it's supposed to be coming out this year. And I believe in I believe Insomniac will pull it off. Um, there's not there's not too much I can say about it. Like the fact you know, besides the fact that you know, like we're getting Venom this time in the game. I'm not sure if he's playable or whatnot. But we know for sure Miles Morales and Peter Parker will be will be tandem like heroes in this game and stuff like that. Like I I'm 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 excited. I can't wait. Nice. Um, I guess it's uh, I guess it's back to me. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor <laughs> looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I really like that first game, and I think that game got better as you went. And I'm really yeah. excited to see where this story goes because. Uh, it's five years after the original and that trailer has some interesting, like if you finish the game has some interesting story aspects that you're like, Whoa, what happened? 
because when we left, you guys were all like high fiving and being buddies. And, <laughs> you know, now Cal Kestis is like scarred up and scruffy looking. And yeah, it, I, I'm just incredibly intrigued on where the story went and what happened oh, wow. in the last five years. And if Cal Kestis is going to show up in one of the shows and, you know. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta throw this quote out there real fast. Who's scruffy looking? <laughs> Nerf herder. <laughs> Look at us. Good, good one, Laurent. And everyone swears I'm just start, uh, just a Trekkie. Yeah. Hey, now, Empire hey. Strikes Back is my Empire Strikes Back is my favorite out of out of the entire nine movies. Look, Laurent, a broken clock is right twice a day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's it's Rogue One. I just love that movie. No, I said out of the out of the nine oh, movies, the, like the nine yeah. main movies. Yeah. Okay. No, Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One is the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rogue One's great. Andor is great too. Oh my gosh, Andor was so good. I kind of want to rewatch it, but um, I haven't even started it yet. Oh man, it's so good. Uh, okay, episodes three through four. I don't know how many episodes are are, are good. The first two episodes are kind of slow. Um. Stephanie, what what about you? Are what episodes or are we talking about the next no, game? Next game. Okay, I was sorry. like, huh? No, sorry. <laughs> um alternating back to an indie game. Um, and actually Eddie mentioned it on Pal Block Anticipated Games is uh Coffee Talk Chapter Two. Um fantastic indie. The first game was fantastic. They're able to create a game based on something so ordinary as making coffee and talking to people. And yet it kept my interest the entire time. I was initially concerned in the first game that I'd get bored of it, but I loved it. And the twist at the end was fantastic. So I'm really looking forward to chapter two and I want to support the dev. So can't wait. Nice. 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 Uh, Jesse, it's back to you. So, I mean, I, I haven't, Again, been keeping up on things, but I think the new Zelda is supposed to be coming out this year. Yeah, it's in May. It's also <laughs> we hope. Okay. We hope. Yeah. yeah. Kingdom, yay. Yeah. So okay. that's that's my number two. Um, I you know obviously like, I mean, Breath of the Wild was was the one that like just got me back into Zelda like hardcore all over again. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I want to see the story continue and, and, uh, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm excited. Like it just, they're doing some different stuff with it. There's, you know, there's parts of me that, that are a little worried because, because Breath of the Wild for me was so amazing. Like I just, you know, like I, I want to see what they're going to do in this, you know, to kind of change it up a bit. But at the same time, I really, really hope that it feels like Breath of the Wild, you know, as far as like, you know, like this, the, the venturing out and like, you know, kind of going around and trying to just go all over the world and, and find things and, and stuff like that, like that, like that is what did it for me on Breath of the Wild. Like, it's kind of like why I've always liked the, um. Like those open world like FPS shooter games, you know, like Far Cry and stuff. Like I love venturing around and stuff, and I really hope they do that a lot, you know, in this. And but. here's the thing: like 
even though they've showed us a couple of trailers, we yeah. still don't really know the primary hook of the game. We really don't. Yeah. So yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that Nintendo treats their primary IPs with tender love and care, I normally would be concerned. Um, mm-hmm. I still think they'll pull it off, but the fact that we don't know the primary hook of the game and the, it's less than five months away, it's like, oh, come on. But yeah, that's yeah, but my number mm-hmm. one. That was- that was Breath of the Wild what? too, Link's though. Links jumping off of clouds. That's 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 the prime. That's that's the premise. That, Skyward Sword. That was if this is a Skyward Sword clone, I'm gonna be pissed. Just saying. Here's here's the thing though. Like when we saw Breath of the Wild for the first time, in every subsequent time after, they never left the Great Plateau until the game came out. Like every trailer, every gameplay moment, every. Okay, but what's different, Corey, is that we all knew Breath of the Wild was going to be different. It's going to be an open world game where you can do whatever you want. So it was already mm-hmm. like, we might not know the 100% of the hook of the game, but we know it was going to be that different. But because it's built in the same world, so to speak, as Breath of the Wild, we want to know what's different. Yeah, uh, that's that's fair. I I think I think there's going to be time travel and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously the sky stuff is going to be different. I don't think it's going to be Skyward Sword. I just think it's I like a... Not. I think it's just like, oh, there's ruins in the sky, you know, and I think that's where the time travel stuff comes from. Yeah. And like, I think there's a whole underground that we need to explore also. I think this game's going to be massive. This game's probably going to be twice the size of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I was going to say, is it I'm hoping what it is, is it's just the game's going to be more vertical. Yeah. Um, you know, like be be the same exploration as Breath of the Wild, but it's going to have more vertical like so you're not only searching this massive land, but you're searching above and like you said, possibly below that same land that you're you can you know, like yeah, yeah, like have more more like even if you have like the shrines and stuff are like taking you underground or mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, but like um, you said, though, Stephanie, we really don't know, <laughs> we really don't know a whole lot yet. And I, and it has me a little worried, but I, at the same time, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not worried, yeah. but yeah, it'll, it'll come when it comes and it'll be great. That's the bottom line. That's my mm-hmm. number one anticipated game. Yeah, it's also my number one. Um, it was nowhere on my list. You know, we didn't ask you for your opinion, Leron. <laughs> Nobody rung your buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to skip Leron for the next one. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Leron, what's your... Is this your final game? I don't know. No, this is number This is number two, and I have a tie. Oh, okay. okay. This tie goes between Wolong Fallen Dynasty and Starfield. Mm. Wolong's on yeah. Game Pass both on game pass actually yeah they're both on game pass yeah um yeah and um i don't know like just seeing the trailer for wolong like just got me so amped you know um yeah. and the sad part is i don't know what the hell the game's about is it is it is it is it like a new take on onimusha i don't know what's going on you know yeah it just looks so flashy and so stylish i'm like this is devil may cry meets freaking freaking onimusha and let's do this shit <laughs> <laughs> with a little bit of ninja gaiden in there you know we're just with a, with a twist you know you know, I think it is it, the Neo team, though, right? Like, is it Neo? Yeah, I think it's the the team that did Neo's new game. Team Ninja. I think it's Team Ninja's game. Team Ninja, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's isn't that fucking Ninja Gaiden though? Yeah, it is. 
but okay. I'm, I'm saying I'm, I, I, I was like I was like don't confuse me Please no I just meant me. I just meant that this seems more like a follow up to Neo than to Ninja Gaiden was my hmm. was okay I, I mean there there's that so I, I, I I really I don't know probably should have communicated that better and then of course Starfield I you know like I feel like I feel like this is going to be like the love layer to Mass Effect fans mm. you know it's yeah. just as much so as it's going to be a love layer to Fallout fans you know um stuff like that but I feel like Starfield is what's going to take us Mass Effect fans through to Mass Effect I guess the official number is five now <laughs> you know it's just um, called the next Mass Effect Laron until <laughs> until they actually drop a name for it it's <laughs> fair yeah, well, the fifth Mass Effect project. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I mean, um, Starfield. Like, um, like the last the last Fallout game I played seriously was Fallout Three, and I played Fallout Three the Game of the Year edition. So that was Fallout Three plus all three, two expansions, three expansions. I can't remember. Three. I know the pit. pit was the shit. Yeah. I know the the pit was like amazing, um, and I had not taken Fallout seriously ever since. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really know if anybody has, except for maybe. Uh... New Vegas, but I feel like there's a lot of revisionist history on New Vegas now. Mm. My, yeah, so uh, yeah, so like my yeah, so so that's that's it. That's a, it's a tie for for like the second spot between those between those two games because I can't I can't really say which ones I'm more amped for. If I if I were to say probably I'm more amped for uh, for Wolong than I am for Starfield, but I've I've had interest in Starfield since before like this whole. Zenimax Bethesda thing happened with Microsoft, and you know, like they, they were like, "Oh, it's no longer, it's no longer coming to PlayStation." You know, like, yeah. well, thank God I have a fucking PC, and thank God I have Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my number two is uh is Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Nice. That's my I'm, number two. I'm so excited for that game. I've been I've been watching a lot of stuff. Did you see the social media campaign that's going on right now on Twitter and Instagram? No. Where they're like releasing the voice cast and no. who's playing who. Simon Pegg is the headmaster. <gasps> no way. I love Simon yeah. Pegg. He's my man. I love him. Yeah. Hold on. Well, I gotta. I love I gotta all his movies. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> there's there's like a really strong voice cast in this game. It's. Oh awesome. my gosh, I'm freaking out. I kind of staying yeah, away from it only the... because whenever I look up stuff like that, I also see like the other shit that goes on. Like there was a news article about a Reddit thread that says if you even so much as buy Hogwarts Legacy, you're going to be banned from the Reddit thread and all that yeah. stuff. Really? And it gets how would they even know? How would they even fucking know? Well, uh... Yeah, they're like, oh, if you buy it, then you're a transphobe. I'm like, okay, well, that doesn't one thing doesn't necessarily equal Hold the on. other. First of all, first of all, I'm fucking I, I, part of the I'm first I'm part of the fucking community, and and if I decide to buy and play the fucking game, it's not because I'm a fucking transphobe. Me too, and that's I'm, so, I'm so tired of this conversation, though. You know, yeah. like, I'm sorry, it's just no, no. Well, hold on, hold I'm, on. It's not, your, let, it's not your fault. I'm just saying, like, God, well, no, no, just... no, no. Let's not even get into that. Let's shift gears from that. No, yeah. Because like last night, last night on Crossroads, we talked about Hogwarts Legacy is Steam's top selling premium game a month True. ahead of its yeah. release. No, yeah, we were... like it's number. Like it's number five on Steam's global top sellers list, which is based on revenue and not so much unit sales. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah so it's looking like in the run up to this game's release, it's going to be a big launch for this game, at least mm -hmm. on the PC side. And that's side. great. I, and how, yeah. I want it to be successful. I don't know how the console players are getting. I don't know how the console players are getting down, but I know I know PC gamers are ready for it. Yeah, and every everyone's distanced themselves from from the problem. You know, as far as, as, you know, like the, the people who are making the game and 
at this point like people know like mm-hmm. people know that like they're the harry potter can exist in a world where people who are against the things that that you know she you know stands for or thinks like it it, it doesn't matter you're not supporting you're not supporting her by, well, I mean, you know, like you're not, you're not directly supporting her. Yeah, is basically yeah. what people need to realize because I yeah. can't stand, I can't stand the, the freaking, the freaking, um, the abs- absolutism of like gamers. It's like, well, it's like, it's like, we don't want to, like, we get pissed off when like companies get shut down because games don't sell well. And then we got gamers out there actively trying to not make a game sell. Well, you remember, know, remember when everybody got mad at Activision Blizzard and say they were going to boycott their games, and two weeks later they went out and made Diablo Two resurrected the or, high, or, second or, highest or, selling game you, of the I'm game. I'm telling you, bring that up. I'm telling you, bring that up because it's it's a true thing. It's a true thing, you know. But uh, my whole thing is my whole thing is gamers need to realize, you know, like look, like take a stand, but don't ruin somebody else's fun. Just like how like I was talking shit about Stray, that was all sarcasm <gasps> because like I I own the game. I love it. I, I I love it and stuff like that. And I'm not taking away anybody's joy from playing it. I don't get the same. I don't. I didn't derive the same. He just wants to take that... joy away from me specifically. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. I love you, Stephanie. And I'm the one that kind of gave you the push to make sure you got back on PlayStation Plus just so you could get a copy of it. I know. And you loved it so much, you bought a physical copy. I did. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Sounds like so, straight. I mean, did it come so, with yeah, a ultimate, so ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, gamers, ultimately gamers need to do better. It's like, it's like, do you want to put these developers out of business and then we no longer get avenues for new games, or do you want to, or do you want to shut the fuck up and make sure people stay stay employed so we can keep doing the thing that we fucking do is love games? Like, there's other ways that you can stick it to J.K. Rowling, and mm-hmm. this ain't it because J.K. Rowling did not develop this game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that aren't paying attention to the politics of it either you know like i mean clearly with the steam numbers like (laughs) like i mean you know you can't i mean if you if you're in the know then okay like you know whatever but i mean there's people that are gonna buy it that have no possibly have no clue what's even going on with all of it you know true true because they're (laughs) i i i I, I really wish I could be one of those ignorant masses, you know, that just, just I just want to play my fucking games. I just want to live my life, you know, and stuff like that. But, you know, I have to pay attention to politics because, yeah. like, a lot of this stuff, like, it's all intersectional towards towards mm-hmm. me and people like me and stuff like that. So I have to pay attention to this stuff sometimes. But what I cannot stand is when a, is when a common-ass person, and by common-ass, I mean a gamer, wants to, wants to, you know, like, you know, like, soapbox about some shit that, you know, like, is beyond their control. Like the only thing they have control of is if they want to buy the game or not, if they want to play the game or not, you know. And I guarantee you, these motherfuckers that are like, we're not buying the game. They want to fucking play the game, so they're probably gonna pirate the shit. Yeah. Well, I'm buying it. I might buy it twice. I don't know about buying it twice. And we <laughs> we might be covering this on a Boss Rush book club. Just just no, we are, we are covering it on Boss Rush well, book club. I'm just trying to create suspense I mean, for the audience. I mean, what is this Boss Rush book club you speak of? Gosh, Corey, yeah, you ruined it. You I ruined only it. wrote Who's like next? a paragraph and all the dates and stuff for it behind the scenes. Uh, Stephanie, aren't you, <laughs> Stephanie, aren't you next? We 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 we've disclo- we've discussed too much. Yep. Sorry. Sorry. Yes, I am next, and I think I'm kind of out of 
ones because I had Hogwarts yeah, Legacy. Every, everything kind of got scooped. Yeah, but it's fine because I do want to throw in one honorable mention because I fully expect it to be a terrible game, but I'm going to buy it anyway just for the sake of the madness is Crime Boss Rock A City because I want to see Chuck, <laughs> Chuck fucking Norris in that game. <laughs> I feel like if that's the only draw. No, not the only draw. We got, um, was it? Well, no, 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 no. The internet's acting like that's the only draw. <laughs> He's one of the draws. I just want to go there for like all the crazy actors, all of them that they're putting in there, just so it could be crazy. I'll probably buy it when it's like on sale and heavily discounted. Play it for the wackiness and call it a day. The end. <laughs> it's on my radar. I'll say that. It's on my radar. Like, I mean, I'm looking for something to fill the void for Saints Row, and this looks like it might, it, it looks like it could do it. Mm-hmm. Well, does anybody else have any other games? Uh, uh, wait, Jesse, yeah. do you number yeah. one? No, my number one is uh, is the Dead Space. My number one too. Remake. Wow, look at yeah, my number nice. one too. <laughs> All right, yeah. so we're about to have a love fest right now, Jesse. Please <laughs> go on. Yeah, no, I like so. Yeah, other than like I don't know portal portal 2 you know there's there's very few games on my list of games that that i've played like multiple times over and over and over again and yeah the original dead space and the second one still some of my favorite games of all time resident evil 2 it's like resident evil 2 dead space like all those, you know, I love horror. So, like, anything that can do the whole horror game and do it as well as Dead Space did, it's just so pleasing to shoot off limbs <laughs> on the aliens. I mean, there's just so many things that that game did so perfectly and just made me fall in love with the with the characters and the, the world. And I, I'm just ready to fall in love with that that those characters in that world all over again, like I did with the Resident Evil 2 remake. So, yeah, like I, I just really, really hope that they they pull it off and and uh, make it feel new. But. But, you know, remind you of of that original feel, you know, of playing it. So did you guys yeah, watch the launch trailer? Yes, the one that came out today. Hell yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh my I god. Ha- I haven't oh my watched god. it yet today. Um Oh, oh my god. Like, I'll like have my, to check my, that my, out. my my man reaction to that to that trailer. Oh my oh my god. Uh, I'm so ready. No, I I do have one complaint though. Why they make Nicole look look so old? <laughs> mm. Like like compared to like compared to like what she looked like in the original game, like she looks like she's aged a little bit, you know. Um, maybe they're older the, how can they be older if it's supposed to be taking place you know like like metaphorically in the same time no i just mean like maybe in general they're just older maybe they're characters. older they're, maybe they're older than they're meant to be perceived in the original game yeah okay that's a possibility that's a possibility but um but yeah like i mean like there's so much i can just like gush on about this game about like i love the fact that motive like paid attention to detail and like through quality of life changes in there from two dead space two and three to make, to modernize the game. Because like, I tell you what, man, like, 
like spacewalking in the original Dead Space was not like spacewalking was in Dead Space 2 and 3. And and I'm so glad they put that mechanic in there for the zero G stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that Isaac is talking, you know, like there's that, you know, like the weapons, the weapons have have gotten like, you know, they've been spruced up. Let's put it that way. You know, like they went in and re-recorded like all the sound effects and all that stuff. Like, you know, like, like big, basically like, you know, like there's so much clarity and depth into it. And the game just looks so polished. And, you know, the cool thing is, is like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's all in game. Like there's no cut scenes. It's all in game. The only, actually the only cut scenes I think they're in the game is when you're checking out like the transmissions on the hollow vids. And I honestly think a lot of those were actually pre-rendered from in game from, for in game assets too. So, you know, like mm-hmm. there's no cutscene, so everything you see in these trailers is the game, <laughs> and oh, and man, like the the splat physics for the for the uh, I've, I've I've watched practically all the developers' diaries. The splat physics when you're shooting when you're shooting the necromorphs and stuff like that. Oh my god, where you're like you're just tearing flesh off of them and exposing like raw bone and all that stuff. Oh man, I yeah, I can't wait. I, can't I, wait. I, I also can't wait to do all the dead space tricks, like you know, kill them with their own body parts and stuff like that. Oh man, I cannot wait. I I will muster the courage someday to play because it, it's one of those classics where I have I'm lucky enough to be around when the remakes have you know been made and looks fantastic. But I don't know if I you know what? can do it right now. I'm too scaled. This is a wonderful time for this is a wonderful time for like newer gamers yeah. because like they're getting remakes of classics, you know, stuff that yeah. stuff that we were nostalgic about, you know, well stuff that we became nostalgic about as old school gamers and stuff like that. And the remakes is, are good. Like that's the thing yeah. too. Yeah, the remakes are good, you know, and you know people and people can say what they want about remakes, you know, like I, I know people like, get tired of remakes and remasters and stuff, but as long as the remakes and the remasters are elevating it in some way or fashion or whatnot, yeah. I'm all for it. I think I think there's a clear line where, like, at least at the moment, right, where like remakes from this era are acceptable and remakes from this era are not, right? Like, I think, I think you know, like Resident Evil Two is clearly a game that need needed remade, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. that whole tank controls, ISO, you know, ISO mm-hmm. camera angles, like. That needed remade. Dead Space, honestly, kind of arguably didn't need remade, but also like it's shaping up to look like it's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. I think the remake for this is the remake. for Well, I feel like they're doing the re- this remake justice because like they're remaking yeah. the play mechanics. They're remaking the visuals and they're also introducing stuff that was not accessible in the original games. Like because of the zero G element now, uh-huh. you can actually explore parts of the, of the game that were basically cut off. To, they were just stuff in the background now, you know, they, aren't they, they adding wanted... expanded content to this game too? Like, isn't that I heard that content. like you mean, you stuff mean? that was cut from the original games? I don't know. I don't remember if they said they're bringing stuff back that was left on the cutting room floor. But uh, but I do know is that they actually opened some things up because, you know, like uh, they, they showed one place and I know it's in chapter four. They showed one place in the game where basically it's the first time you actually encounter zero G yeah. in the game. And you can actually explore parts of the Ishimura that were that were locked out to you because like you couldn't do that in the original Zero G environment of the game and stuff like that. Okay. So they opened up new things and stuff like that. So I'm I'm all for it. And by the yeah. way, because we we mentioned this on Crossroads last night, so I'll go ahead and um, I'll go ahead and say it here too. Uh, anyone that pre-orders Dead Space now on 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 Steam uh, pre-orders, you get a copy of, of the original Dead Space Two. Oh, so, nice. And that and 
and that and that goes retroactively. If people have already pre-ordered the game on Steam, like they're going to get the copy of it too. So it means I'm going to have two copies of, the, of Dead Space Two on PC. So I'm probably going to give one out for free. Nice. <laughs> uh, but uh, but you know what's what's kind of weird about this? Well, what's kind of what's kind of insightful about this is like if they're giving out Dead Space Two. Does this mean that they've probably been greenlit to start doing the remake process on the second Dead Space game? I'm sure. Because oh, why I'm would they give you certain. why would they give you the continuation of the story? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm almost when, certain that it's going to get it. When I mean, you know, like anyone that has like Game Pass Ultimate can can grab it from from the EA from the EA Play Store right now, or you know, you can literally go on you can literally go on Steam and or Origin and spend twenty bucks and buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a wonderful time to be a gamer great yes. time yeah great yeah time. and like just to like a really quick yeah with the like you were saying all around with the and just will, all of you about just the the remakes lately like that resident evil 2 i was so ready to just not be impressed with the remake because resident evil 2 is my baby like that, that oh is what the game oh, no really that was the game that i i was just afraid like i loved the original resident evil 2 so much that i just was afraid that they were going to I that, that they were going to do something to mess it up but like yeah i love the remakes more than the original and which i loved re2 i loved re2 and re3 nemesis so much that when i heard they were coming remakes i was like bring it on like i was so i was so excited well no i I wanted it but at the same time i was like i just was afraid there was there was no trepidation lost yeah there was no trepidation for me he's like just let me have it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and i got to the point where just like with resident evil 2 and 3 i got to the point where i was actually speed running the remakes yeah i played i played them that many times (laughs) even though mr x can suck a dick but you know Ah. (laughs) (laughs) speaking of sucking dicks it's uh it's time to get out of here um I don't know what that means. Uh, anyways, I want to thank everybody for watching and are listening. Sh- also, shout out real quick to Mina the Hollower and uh, Sea of Stars. Those are two games that were on my pal block, most anticipated games. But uh, also a couple indies. We didn't really shout out too many. Uh, my uh, honorable mentions were Street Fighter Six, Jedi Survivor, which somebody already mentioned, and Like a Dragon Ishin. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, Jesse glad you're back um <laughs> glad you're here and uh hopefully you'll hang out with us uh more uh yeah moving forward uh missed you glad you're doing all right and uh mm-hmm. yeah and uh Leron, stephanie thank you for your time again as always tonight uh, always a service remember you can find us on twitter and instagram at boss Wars podcast you can find all of our content on bossrush.net and check out a new episode of the podcast every Monday. You can get it one week early on Patreon. So head on over there. <laughs> as well as other shows. New shows coming up, as Stephanie maybe hinted at. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Nudge, nudge. All right. I want to thank everybody for watching and listening. Until next time, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Take Bye. care. The Boss Rush Podcast is a product of Boss Rush Media, LLC, and is recorded from our headquarters in Akron, Ohio. This show is produced, written, and directed by me, Corey Deering. My co-hosts are Stephanie Klimov, Laurent Dawkins, and Edward Barnell. 
You can find Stephanie at Klimov underscore author on Twitter and Instagram, as well as on the EXP cast. You can find Leron at Exodus803 on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube, and also on Crossroads, the video game podcast. You can find Edward at that retro code on Twitter and Instagram, as well as hosting Nintendo Podlock. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Corey in HD and find me hosting Tower Casuals, the Destiny podcast, and co-hosting Nintendo Podlock. Find the Boss Rush podcast on all social media platforms at Boss Rush Podcast. You can also follow Boss Rush Media and Boss Rush Network on all major social media platforms. Join the Boss Rush Network Discord and Facebook groups to interact with other friends and fans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.